Whether you are new to the living healthy lifestyle or a healthy living veteran, this is the place for the honest answers to your questions. Naturally Savvy with registered holistic nutritionist Andrea Donsky and health journalist Lisa Davis on RadioMD.com. I'm Lisa Davis. Andrea is off today. If you look at my fridge, aside from finding lots of good whole foods, you're going to see probiotics. You're going to see really good fish oil and many other things that are good for you. Now, one of the reasons that I take probiotics is because I know they're so important for your gut flora. And what does that mean? Why is that important? Well, we've got Mitch Surgeon here from BioK Plus to tell us all about the 411 on probiotics. Hey, Mitch. Hi, Lisa. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I've been taking my BioK Plus, take my probiotics, and I have to say I've been healthy. I'm knocking on wood. And that's one of the main reasons, right, is to keep our gut healthy. And that kind of keeps us healthy overall. If you can dive into that for us, that'd be awesome. So you're you're definitely suffering from happy tummy syndrome right now. <laughs> it's a good smiling. it's a good it's a good kind of suffering. <laughs> yes. <laughs> definitely. Uh, listen, we, we so would never us. have enough time to talk about all the benefits of probiotics, but that's that's one of the reasons that uh, people are so excited about them and talking about them and trying out new ones and, and buying them and using them and giving them to their kids is that there's so many different health benefits today associated directly or indirectly with the consumption of probiotics. We know that uh, that 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 gut health is more than just not feeling bloated or not having gas or not having diarrhea or constipation. Uh, gut health today has repercussions on inflammatory response, on our immune system, of course. There's a direct axis between the gut and the brain and our neurological system, so much now that the, the gut has been considered for a few years now as the second brain. Uh, eventually, it might uh, overtake uh, our what we consider our brain inside our head, and 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 we'll realize that neurologically it might become even more important. There are more neurological receptors all along the digestive tract than we have in our central nervous system, the spinal column, and into the brain. So, it's really you know, Asian, um, especially uh, ancient Chinese medicine, realized you know thousands of years ago that that uh, health uh, originated from the gut. Uh, upwards and outwards, so it's it's really really important. Um, some of the things that that are being uh, probed in terms of benefits of probiotics are related to to obesity and metabolic syndrome, and of course inflammatory response. We know that that certain types of probiotics have the potential to reduce the body's production of of uh, of productive of um, inflammatory uh, cytokines, uh, as Dr. Murray alluded to just earlier about the inflammatory compounds uh, from the diet. Well, there's anti-inflammatory compounds that can be produced by the bacteria right inside of our gut, so that's really exciting. The challenge is, you know, how do you find a probiotic that's going to deliver those benefits? And, of course, we're a science-based company at BioK+, so we've always promoted the idea that that people should look for products that are well-documented, well-studied, and well-researched with a you know, a history of good clinical studies to show that they're actually beneficial because people can, can go to a lot of different supplements or food sources for their bacteria, but what's key is getting enough every day, and the World Health Organization recommends a minimum of 10 billion CFUs or colony-forming units every day, but beyond just what we consume, they have to be able to survive through the stomach, they have to colonize and live in the intestinal tract, and then actually do the job. So 
how many bacteria you're getting, the quality of the strains, do they get along synergistically, is there any research to support the efficacy of the product? All those are super important, and those happen to be things that we specialize in. Yeah, they really are, and I'm so glad that you mentioned that because we're really big on research here and clinical studies and things like that on Naturally Savvy. Now, a lot of the foods that have probiotics, kefir, kimchi, yogurt, and sauerkraut are all things that I don't like. <laughs> so I worry. I'm like, oh, my goodness, I'm not... <laughs> I'm really picky. I'm not getting it from that. So I'm thinking I better take a probiotic. But what about people who eat kimchi and yogurt and sauerkraut or kefir every single day? Obviously, it depends on the amount, like you were saying. Yep. Um, but I would think they would still need a supplement, especially during cold and flu season, I'm told, that probiotics help keep you from getting sick? Well, that's the thing. I mean, yes, probiotics are, are very closely tied to uh, to our immune system. About 70 to 80 percent of our immune cells are located in the intestinal tract, so they, they really act as the body's first line of defense against foreign invaders. Uh, but the truth behind fermented foods, like all the ones you mentioned, is that while they might um, provide some of the friendly bacteria that... Uh, uh, that make that that we find in the intestinal tract, the uh, the quantities are not guaranteed. They're typically not high potency, and the specific strains have not been studied or evaluated to demonstrate that they are responsible for very specific and measurable health benefits. It's all great food. It's all good of a uh, part of a really good, you know, well balanced diet to eat fermented foods. They tend to be less allergenic and easier to to digest uh, for a lot of people. Um, they're typically chock full of digestive enzymes because of that fermentation process. And again, some bacteria, but very, very little compared to what we need to to go to battle against viruses and germs and bacteria that are trying to make us sick all the time. It's almost a difference between taking a really good vitamin C supplement at, let's say, 1,000 milligrams and, and taking a, you know, a, a slice of orange thinking we're going to get the same the same potency. We just don't. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. All right. So we're going to the store. We want to buy a probiotic. And, you know, they always say, oh, with over 900 million, such and such, you know, I mean, it's kind of confusing. I mean, some say 600 million, and then they've got the lactobacillus and the bifidus and the, I'm not even going to try to pronounce the other ones. What do you you want to look for? Well, you want to look for a product that guarantees potency right through the best before date. Uh, what's on the label is somewhat irrelevant in terms of potency if it's only guaranteed at time of manufacture. That's like no guarantee at all. Um, secondly, you want to make sure that the bacteria have been studied and that they're have shown to be synergistic. There's, it's very popular today to mix in a whole bunch of different strains within the same product or different species. Um, but until you know that they can work well together within the product and within the body specifically, we don't know if there's a synergistic relationship between those bacteria. Even friendly probiotic bacteria can be competitive amongst each other. And that's not something we necessarily want to look for in a product. We want to look for a combination of bacteria, whether it's you know two, three, four strains, whatever the number is, uh, where the bacteria actually have been shown to get along well together in that specific product. Not in a different formulation, not in a different form, but in that specific product because the product, the ingredients, how it's made, how it's cultured, uh, what kind of uh, nutritional ingredients are in there for the bacteria, all have an impact on the bacteria's behavior and including their ability to get along. And, you know, there's, there's, there's no sense in having a really good uh, hockey or football team with a bunch of players if they're not getting along well as a team. You can have the best quarterback in the league 
if he doesn't get along with his teammates and can't work effectively with them, he's not winning a Super Bowl championship. That is such a great example, Mitch. Let's talk a little bit about people who are sensitive to dairy, because a lot of probiotics, they'll usually have dairy, but I know that you folks have a line that is dairy-free. Yeah, we, we, our original product is made with dairy, but along, uh, uh, through, through the years, we've introduced uh, two non-dairy versions. Our first one was a, a soy-based uh, formulation with uh, soy protein as a dairy alternative. And, of course, there are some people that are becoming increasingly sensitive to soy. Um, and we use non-GMO soy, so when people say, I don't want to do soy, it's because they can be a little bit sensitive to the protein. And that happens you know, in a lot of cases where people are overexposed to the same protein source over and over and over again, as we tend to do in North America. Once we like an ingredient or a food, we'll eat nothing but for months and years <laughs> on end. <laughs> but, yeah, um, you know, so following, following the soy, we came out with a rice protein uh, formula, which, uh, which is great for people that don't like dairy and don't do soy. It's, uh, it's the perfect alternative, and it's organic uh, to boot. Oh, that's fantastic. Mick, it's always great having you on the show. You can learn more by going to www.biokplus.com. You can also learn more about Naturally Savvy and Radio MD. You can visit us at Radio MD. You can go Naturally Savvy, listen to old shows. You can like us on Twitter at your Radio MD and at Naturally Savvy. Thanks for listening. Take your probiotic and stay well. <laughs>